slate. And welcome to episode four of the uh, show formerly known as the Untitled uh, JR and Kevin Podcast. Unless you want, you want to keep that name and uh, you guys can vote or comment on the uh, little thing down there below. But as of right now, we've adopted the name PS Comics. I love you. Uh, I figured it's, a, it's an homage to the famous phrase, the uh, PS I love you. And uh, of course, our, uh, our kind of our general state of mind here in the Coachella Valley it's always kind of been known as the greater Palm Springs area so uh -huh. um right. yeah and we all have a love affair with comic books if you're watching this show uh, yep. I am uh, the voice of reason uh you can follow me on, on on social media across the board at voice of reason 23 I'm Kevin Pillow uh the man over there it depends on how it gets edited on zoom we I don't know. know he could be he, he could be that way yeah. um he is uh the, the dark, dark king, king. What did you think of your edit there on the uh, on the last? I episode? like it, man. It was, I like it. It was nice. Having a little fun with the the iMovie to, uh, 2020 on the MacBook Pro, and I uh, get on that myself. I gotta get on that myself, dude. Try to help you out. And uh, we are working still on the auto audio form. Uh, I met with a, a buddy of mine that I used to do a podcast with uh, earlier this week. He's kind of got me down the right path on on uh, getting us a, a platform to uh, submit our audio to. Um, it's just, you know, just making sure that we're all kind of got our ducks in a row and whatnot. And uh, so, yeah, we're working on that. We're kind of, uh, uh, who knows? We may just drop it on SoundCloud. That that could be yeah. the easiest way. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll go, we'll use any and all platforms to, you know, show our love for comics and all that. Yeah, but thank you very much again for just tuning in. Our fourth episode. And I'm um, really excited about the news coming in today. We're doing a lot more of a formatted version today. Yeah, uh, JR actually uh, sent me some homework to work on uh, like three o'clock this morning. So we're recording <laughs> this on a Saturday, which by the way, speaking of Saturday, if you hear some buzzing going off, it's this bad boy, my Pokemon uh, Ball Plus going off. It is community day. Uh, got to uh, gotta get those, uh, what, are we, what are we catching this week? We got to catch those Weedles going for the shiny, <laughs> the shiny count. Um, so uh, by the way, um, we will have, for those of you, Pokemon's part of our, our pop culture. Um, we might sprinkle some po some uh, some Pokemon news in today's episode. Maybe, if not, maybe next week or the coming weeks because there's some really cool stuff that was announced this past week um, in regards to their platform of video games, which segues into segment number one, something we wanted to talk about the last couple of weeks because we are gamers as well, is the PlayStation 5 finally being announced. And we, uh, we hinted at it last week, talking about the... Uh, the uh, mm -hmm. Boss Logic uh, variants that he yep. put out there. The dude had a field day with variants. Oh, man, I love that guy. Um, I love that guy so much, dude. Cannot wait till it comes out here to America to just say what's up and everything. But yeah, before I cut you off, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I know it was a big reveal. It was a week ago Friday. Um, yeah. A bunch of games were announced. Some cool videos put out there. Um, I'll, I think I shared some on 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 Facebook. If not, I'll put them back up again. Facebook.com slash Voice of Reason twenty three. Um, but uh, yeah, um, tell us a little bit about what your thoughts were on the on, on the PS five. Well, um, just for um, transparency, think transparency sake, man. I've been a PlayStation fan my whole life. Um, I've owned every console, or nearly every console, yeah. right? Other than of course, like maybe some of the Super NESs and like stuff before that. But like, you know, PS1, 2, 3, I own a Vita. Actually, no, I own a uh, PSP. PSP. 
I never had a PSP. I had one. I had one when I used to work at a at a game store, way back nice. when. But yeah, but I had an Xbox, Xbox 360. Um, I don't own an Xbox One, but yeah, um, I'm excited for the PS5, man. The the showing was great. It was very tight knit. Like I like if you are in a Sony event, you always kind of knew. You kind of like the last couple of years specifically, you always kind of knew what you're getting into. Yeah. They're just gonna show game after game after game, and I love that. Like they started this trend uh mid i think 2015 2016 or something like that where like it was just game 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 and some of these games you might not like you know oh, yeah. you, might not, you might not you know what you fancy but like hey man it's constant stream of like just talking about games and every maybe like 30 40 minutes in you have a developer or whatever say hey this is what we're working on this is that just let's show you what it is right cool you know they hit off the gate off the bat dude miles morale is spider-man oh that game looks sick and by <laughs> the way for those of you who do not have a playstation 4 <laughs> Uh, the spy, uh, Marvel's the uh, Marvel Spider-Man for PlayStation Four is worth the price of admission. If you do not have a PS4, if you've been on the fence about buying a PlayStation Four, probably oh. right now is one of the better times to get a PlayStation oh, what's Four. What's up? Yeah. Um, no, you kind of cut off. You cut it off. You cut in and off. Oh my bad. Um, one of the best times right now to get a probably a next gen console is probably right now as the ps5 the possibility of the next gen xbox being announced obviously even the, the nintendo switch is looking at getting a, a next gen a, a boost but um yeah if you're thinking about it ps4 i mean shoot my ps well actually that's my ps3 actually i still have one uh, here in my uh, undisclosed shield location um still rocking uh, gta 5 still haven't mm-hmm. beat that game um but dude spider-man was worth the price of admission um i took me about a month to beat the game uh, just because i wanted to savor it a little bit yeah uh, but then i finally said no i need to knock this thing out because i want to play some freaking red dead redemption uh but um spider-man miles morales the graphics the uh, just the gameplay overall looks um just so much uh, similar to the spider-man game and um yeah. which was awesome i mean there was really nothing negative i could say about that game and uh yeah uh, I'm just hoping that Miles Morales is not going to be exclusive to the PS5. I know oh, the no, it is though. I know that oh, the mean, version they showed was going yeah. to be exclusive, but yeah. Um, and also, I think they did. They finally reveal too that the ver the the kind of like what Spider-Man Miles Morales was. It's a it kind of is it an an a, a, not a sequel, but it's kind of but it's not a DLC. It's kind of in conjunction with the PS Spider, the yeah. PS4 Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like a, it's a standalone game. It's like uh, very similar to um, if you ever play, let's say, um, Infamous Second Son. Okay. There was a there was that its own game, and then there was like a they call it DLC, but it's not necessarily that the DLC for Second Son was basically its own game. Yeah, there was there's another game called Infamous Second uh, Infamous, like First Light, and so it featured another character and did its own story. The same thing is gonna do with um with let's say uncharted <clears throat> yeah i heard it's kind of people were compared to uncharted yeah uncharted 4 came out and then uncharted um i forgot the it's basically chloe frazier and another character that was in charge Four. they had their own they had their own basically their own stint in their own little storyline and that was cool that was fine and in this case like i'm cool with it man like hey we get miles morales bro like he's <laughs> off the hype of uh of you know just good things that's been happening for miles in the last like two years man you're talking about edge of spider-verse you're talking about the, the ever-growing love and consideration for this for the Spider-Man book that he has. I think he's on issue 20, 
26? No, it's, it's been running. There's been a couple a couple runs for yeah. volumes, and I think the current run's been running for a while. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a long he, he's on a currently long run. Um, and then you know, just possible storyline, possible ticks, you know, another another um Edge of Spider-Verse movie coming out with Miles and everybody else too, and like just all that stuff. Like so it's just been on a hit. Like Sony's been on that end, it's been going it's been going really good. <clears throat> also, another game that came up that's been showed that that day is Ratchet Clank Rift Apart. Some people um, might not know. Still, yeah, I can't believe that game is still around. <laughs> Dude, like, what? I, what? Uh, that game specifically, um, if for those who don't know, is um, is one is is a exclusive game to Sony, but that they made that game specifically to show up the PS5 because what they've said before with the architecture of the PS5 is that you know it's stronger. Yes, it's it's much more, I guess, um, more powerful than the PS4. As much, but the thing about it too is that the, the selling point is that it's much faster than the PS4 because uh, every time you load in a game, it takes a while, right? Yeah. If, every time you load in another map, it takes a while. In the PS5 version, of, the PS5, right? They just want no load times at all. Like they just want it so fast that when you the second you start a game, you're already in a game. The second you uh, you you come back from let's say eating something, right? And you want to start your game back again at that same point, there you are. And so what they showed with the uh, with the uh, Ratchet and Clank is that you go through different literal universes. Right. Oh, you're in one universe that has all this, you know, just think of it as like, uh, you know, you remember when in, in, uh, Infinity War, not Infinity War, um, in the end game, spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm sorry. If, spoiler if you alert. End game yet. If you where, where have you been? Where you guys been? But like, yeah, if you remember end game where, uh, you know, the, at the end, the, that big climax of battle when like everybody comes through the, through these portals. Yeah. The, yeah. The portal scene. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, just think of that, but, like, it takes you a long, like, a three-minute load time. If it was a PS4 game, a three-minute yeah. load time to have a portal open up, right? And this one is just instant. Instant. And people don't people don't recognize that now, but, like, but like you've you played, Resi, you played um, Red Dead Redemption, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Number two. Yeah. Both, both, yeah. But, yeah, but Red Dead 5 or Red Dead 2 was, um, I got, sorry, I'm trying to fix my microphone here. It's kind of. Got a little, got a little wonky on me. Um, no, Red Dead was uh, the missus asked me. She said, "What do you want for Christmas?" Uh, and for 2018, I said, "I want Red Dead Redemption, Redemption. and I want uh, the Sony PlayStation 4 Spider-Man." <laughs> um, so I was like, I was late to the game on both of them, but I eventually no. got them, and uh, yeah, they're both addictive games. Yeah. But yeah, no, but like, <clears throat> uh, so um, my example with this, like, remember that, um, remember that very first time you're in, right? That very, Thanks very, very first time, ever. right? right yeah you, and you go there and then let's say you want to you want to travel to the biggest city right yeah how long is that travel or like how long is that load time so some of the load times on 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 uh, red dead were brutal. insane yeah do you right and so in ps5 you want like that oh you just load up like that instant and, and so that's the biggest pla like that's the biggest leap they want to do and so that's cool and my my biggest problem though with um, with load times is that always seems to be the the wish list item that happens to be the um, come on we got to get the load times we got to get it going you know and <clears throat> I'm switching to uh, completely a, a, a Blu-ray uh, format because that was the same thing with DVDs it's like when you had DVDs back in the day just watching movies it would take the it would take forever it was not instantaneous yep. I mean once the movie got going it was instantaneous obviously but um, it just seems like those like oh when the PlayStation four comes out, load times are going to, we're going to cut in half. But the problem is, is the quality of the games go up. So it's like, yeah. they, they got bigger. So the load times are the same. And um, I mean, it's, 
it, it's getting better. I mean, I can remember PlayStation 2 games that some of the load times, like, like Grand Theft Auto 3, um, Vice City on PS2 mm-hmm. were, um, were just epically long uh, to, oh, to, yeah. to, to, when it comes to uh, the load times. Um, oh, yeah. oh, by the way, go, going back to uh, laying claim to uh, uh, consoles that uh, we have, um, actually, just a stone's throw away from where I'm at right now, I have a original PS1. I have a, an original PS2, which I don't think works, though. But I do have one of the PS2 Slims. Yeah. Um, do you have a PS3, which is, like I said, just about five feet to my right here. Um, my PS4 is downstairs. And uh, I'm hemming and hawing about the PS5. Um, going by this, going by this list. I mean, some of the other games that that uh, they kind of mentioned in JR talked about. Um, Horizon looked really, really good. Forbidden West. Uh, yep. Hitman. There's always a Hitman's always a really strong series. Res Evil, um, Demon Soul. I don't know much about that one. Um, Demon Soul. Kena? Is, uh, yeah, Kena. Uh, some of these. Uh, I'm telling you, dude. Like some of these games, man, look really good. Like the re- the main reason why, of course, like we've ha- we've hit this word before that that. It just takes a long load in. Is that we're look we're we're at photorealistic levels now of oh, like yeah. graphics, photorealistic levels, and so like to have all that data be compiled into one disc and then loaded up into the onto your your face right and on the screen is just takes so much time. And now I'm t- I'm telling you, bro, right after this uh, right after this podcast, you look up Kina Ridge Soul. Oh, um, uh, there's a bunch of these. Oh yeah, and as well as um as well as um we call it Horizon Forbidden West, Forbidden West, man. I will For- say. Cyberpunk 2077 obviously gets in a lot of press. That was uh, launched, I believe, at E3 last year. That yeah. was the big story in, in uh, summer of 20, uh, 2019. I, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Cyberpunk 2077 was supposed to have a version released by on PS4 by this yeah. time, but it got pushed back. Yeah. It, um, and like, of course, that's yeah. the one that features Keanu Reeves. Yep. Keanu Reeves is in that one. Like, uh, yeah, the, they just pushed it back from October, November, or actually, let me just check real quick. They pushed it back like like a little bit more than a a little bit less yeah. than a month, and so I'm cool with that because it's you know it's CD yeah, Projekt right. Red, they had their uh they're they're the guys behind Witcher series and they're just awesome. So I'm I'm cool with whatever they whatever they wanted to do. If they and don't think they have it right yet, then get it right. They're one of the very last few um, game companies that really care about their craft and they really care they, yeah. they don't have no publisher they don't have no outside interference and trying to tell them like what to hit numbers and what where to hit these things so <laughs> i'm just i'm happy about that man i will also, say wait, go ahead. Go ahead. i was gonna say looking at your list just based on your list alone it's the series that just refuses to die you know, when it comes to playstation and that is the uh the the uh never aging racing series that is Gran Turismo. Uh, if you are any kind of racing fan, whether you are a sports car fan, a stock car fan, Formula One, um, whatever it may be, uh, uh, a uh, um, Le Mans style style car racing. I mean, you look at any series that's in the world today, um, or just a car fan, Gran Turismo is arguably the best and there are some people that'll sit there and say okay you're kissing the ass of sony (laughs) but gran turismo is one of the best um i wasn't a gigantic fan of the i think it was the ps2 version 
Um, it was very clunky. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess I couldn't quite get it because I was like, I was looking for an alternative to NASCAR Thunder because I was an Xbox fan. And mm-hmm. when I got the PS2, um, well, I was a long time Nintendo fan. And um, I got the PS2, got NASCAR Thunder for PS2, I apologize. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm looking for a sporting game. And I went and got Gran Turismo for the PS2. And I was just like, eh, it's kind of clunky. Don't like it. It's not what I was thinking. It's not mm-hmm. the um, sort of I'm looking for the, uh, I don't know. It just wasn't what I was, it wasn't it's the simulator I wasn't looking for. Uh-huh. And then I remember I saw the preview for the PS3. And when I got my, when I got my PlayStation 3 in about, I got it late. I got it like in 2009, 2010. And I was like, oh, okay, now they're stepping their game up. And then I got the grant. My brother got me Gran Turismo, uh, I think, for the um, the full-fledged game for the PS3 later down the road. And that game yeah. was just phenomenal. But yeah, uh, I have to do – I had forgotten that they had announced one for the PS5. Um, I'll have to go and take a look at it. I've heard – I've seen nice, some huh? – previews but didn't get to yeah. see the uh yeah. the presentation video and yeah. i can only yeah, imagine good. i i will say you know just for um just for transparency's sake the uh their rival game center from like the microsoft studios right uh it's called the yeah. uh, i forgot i forgot the name of the series called but like oh. they've been really good they've been really, really good it's that like it's been very arcadey yeah right? they i have, can't, I can't like an arcade yeah they have an arcade game and then they have really like full-on simulator and then arcade again and like i get that you know you're looking at different avenues to try to you know basically do that grand theft auto had like they do like one game they they do hopefully one game every generation and so just get a grand theft auto at the gate you know a ps5 that's cool man they did show some gameplay which i do like and so yeah check that out man oh and the uh cyberpunk 2077 is going to come out november 19th it's been pushed back it's been pushed back from october to november and so i'm like yo dude take what take whatever time you need man it's cg product red they're great great guy great a great group of individuals great group of people great team there and i just can't wait for that game man and granted yes it's gonna come out on ps4 and xbox and you know all that other stuff yeah, yeah. too but then it's gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna buy it play it on my ps4 and then play it again on ps5 uh some kind of closing notes on, on the playstation announcement from last week um no official date though they're hinting at a holiday 2020 2020 yeah um no price point though the rumored price point and i take it for what it's worth mm-hmm. is 800 dollars. um that's the, that's, I, the, that's the amazon placeholder i would say yeah. amazon placeholder I, I, I have a feeling now, of course, there's going to come in two different formats from what I understand, a yep. traditional physical copy edition, which is you'll put the Blu-ray disc ver- uh, games in, <clears throat> which I believe will also be able to do digital downloads or no? Yeah, you can. Okay. And then there is a, I don't want discs. I like downloading on, uh, on, uh, uh, straight from the store. That is going to be a digital only, no inputs allowed. So be very yeah. careful, uh, folks. If you do end up getting a PS5, especially for our, our younger audience um, who still rely on mom and dad to get you your PlayStation 5. No, I'm just kidding. If you are, when you do request a gift, like you said, if you request a gift um, of a game, you get that significant other that it goes, oh, you know what? He's really worked hard this week. I'm going to get him his, the latest game. Make sure they buy the digital code, not buy you the disc because yeah. – um, I will say this out there in retail land right now with everything that's going on and we're not quite back to normal, but a lot yeah. of retail locations are being super strict on returns. Video games have 
always been a hot button issue when it comes to returns. Um, so if you do end up buying the, the PS5, be, uh, be very careful if you want to save some money because it is rumored that the digital only version will be lesser expen less expensive than the physical yeah. copy version because the physical copy version yeah. will be kind of both. Yeah. I will, yeah, I, I will say that, uh, that they might kind of, um, they might, there will probably be one that's cheaper, but at the same time, because it's digital only, yeah, that it might come, it might ship with a with a with a big with a bigger hard drive, right? So I think the, awesome. it's gonna come out, yeah, it's gonna come out flat with like a I think an eight hundred and something gigabyte SSD. SSD. Ooh, solid state, nice. Solid state. So like, yeah, that's every PS, that's every PS five, every PS five, right? And so you might have a terabit, terabyte, two terabyte one for your uh, for your no for your no CD drive, right? But that might be a little more, I'm more extra because yo. I see some of the prices, dude, on some of these SSDs, dude. Crazy. Now, for those of you who know what an SSD is, we'll go a little talking tech in here, which, by the way, another podcast that KRP Broadcasting produces. Um, this right here is like a portable solid-state hard drive is what this is. And I know it's kind of going in and out. A solid-state hard drive um, essentially means that there is minimal to no real working parts to it, where a traditional hard drive, even in a, in a traditional original portable hard drive, is you had a fan, you had a motor, there was, uh, and when you would plug it in, like I've got a, 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 a about a half a, I think it's like a, um, might be a half a terabyte uh, hard, uh, hard drive. The thing's about the size of a shoebox, first off, and it's incredibly loud. It yep. actually requires uh, power to be plugged into it. And when you, like I said, when you turn it on, it makes this loud winding noise. That's one of the reasons yeah. why I got this. I'm gonna transfer all the information off that old hard drive, probably crush it and put it onto this uh, solid state um, portable. Yeah. But yeah, I noticed that going from the PS3 to the PS4 um, is the PS3 still used a traditional hard drive, big hard drive, big hard drive means big power, meaning, meaning also needs big cooling fans. Um, and uh, it was always so loud. Um, I still use it as a Blu-ray player. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my PS4 is so much quieter. And that was one thing it's like, I've heard about the PS5 is it is going to be almost, um, I mean, like a pin drop of a sound. Yeah. So, and of course, like I said, it looks, the, the design is just. <laughs> I, I wish we could like, so some, like just show some of it. We might, we might show some near the end of the show or something like that. We can, but like, yeah, man, some of these design things are free, are full. Like it, to me, it looks sleek, looks, looks beautiful. It's going to look really nice towards my right, right here, right yeah, by yeah. my big old freaking, uh, Monitor here, dude, but like I'm gonna love it. But like some of these memes, man, are are fun. Oh, boss logic has been killing a lot of these memes. Have been oh, killing. Yeah. Uh, real quick side note, um, we won't get too much into, um, like I said, little Pokemon news other than it's calm day. Um, they had a they had a presentation this past Tuesday. We'll talk about it maybe more next week because there is a second one scheduled for this coming Tuesday where they're expected to announce more about a possibly. Um, involving their Nintendo Switch line. Uh, for those of you know, right now with the Nintendo Switch, there are two Pokemon titles uh, available. There is Sword and Shield, which is the current uh, game, um, a main series game, which it includes uh, the Gen 8 uh, series of uh, Pocket Monsters. And of course, they have the Pokemon Let's Go series, which started uh, when it, I think it launched with the Switch back in 2018. Um, but we'll talk more about that because there's talk of a third title coming to the platform. Uh, main series platforms. We'll talk maybe more about it next week. Uh, but I will say this when it comes to the Nintendo Switch, 
Yeah. Um, some other news that kind of broke this past week is Nintendo is pushing the release of the sequel to the uh, hit Legend of Zelda game, which I think is uh, the Breath of the Wild. Yep. Uh, the sequel will be pushed to, I believe, holiday 2021. Yep. Reason being, they are not competing with the PS5. Yeah. Um, I think and it was funny. They knew the PS5 was coming. They knew the PS5 was coming for the holidays this year. But I think really and truly people say they saw Miles Morales and went, Mm-mm, ain't competing against Spider-Man. We'll wait till yep. next year. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's cool. Man. That's, I'm fine with that, man. Like, I, I really, I, I haven't got a Switch. I do want one. It's just that like, I see the prices now for Switches, dude, because everything, because everyone's sold out. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> it's I, I, insane. I, we were talking about this. We were talking stocks with my dad earlier this week, and we were talking about, it was like, if hindsight was twenty twenty, I would have bought stock in Charmin, Schwinn, and Nintendo uh, four months ago, because who would have known that there would have been a run on toilet paper, bikes, and Nintendo Switches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Nintendo's killing it right now. Yeah, if you could find a Switch, get your hands on it. Um, it is totally worth it. You basically have a full-fledged console video game system in your hands. Yep. Um, you can watch it on your in, in your, on your HDTV, and I think it's 1080p. Yeah, it's um, 1080p. It's not it's not 4K like the PS4 and the PS5 are going to be. That's the reason uh, why it's so cheap. Yep. And well, of course, it's portable. Game. I mean, it's yep. about the size of a PSP. Um, for those who still have a PlayStation Portable, but. Moving on to the comic books. Oh, one more note. Oh, go right ahead, One more note. Uh, one game that's coming out this or just came out, right? I think on Thursday that I'm going to be I'm going to be playing, and it's gonna be it's gonna be brought up the next podcast, right? I'm a big fan of, I love, and you know I've I've I try my best to stay away from all the spoilers, all of them, even though I've been spoiled already because some people are asses. The Last of Us Part Two came out. And I've I've seen the reviews, right? I seen the I seen the official reviews, and yeah, it's yeah. stellar. I've seen the user reviews, and we we've all seen this happen before because of the bad press that that Naughty Dog and all those people have been getting because like they're they're banning people or they're shadow banning people, and so you have all their you have all these user scores just bombing this this thing. But but I will give my opinion and I will give my review about about that game next week because I'm gonna buy that game this week, and so by the next podcast I will give my two cents on it. You'll get you'll get your two cents on it. Yeah, I, I love the first game. The first game is still my favorite game of all time, and I played a lot of them. And yeah, so I've never played um, the first one. I just remember um, when the what's it called? Um, I remember when the trailer for um, Logan first. The first trailer for Logan came out. The uh, final Wolverine mm-hmm. um, ep- uh, show. A movie. Um, they referenced it. They referenced Last of Us a lot. Well, there it was. Um, it was just. Uh, it was really odd that um, how um, similar people. A lot of Last of Us fans said that, that the trailer looked a lot like um, Last of Us, and so uh, I had a friend of mine who's a diehard Logan fan. Loves the books. Loves. Um, uh, loves. Uh, like I said, likes. Marvel likes the Wolverine books, but also is a huge Last of Us fan, and was so upset. Was so upset um, with uh, with yeah. the, the the Last of Us because it was like, oh, like even the lettering looks a lot like Last of Us. And it's like, so I, don't I mean, he, I love Wolverine as well, and like I I saw like Wolverine looks like the Last of Us, and the Last of Us looks like a lot of like a, a plethora of like genre yeah. movies, right? You, yeah. I think of The Road. I think of um. I think of um, 
they call it? Like a bunch of old Western movies as well. I think of like, like the, it's, it's a lot of movies in one, in one game. And yeah. I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed that. And that's, that's cool. And I'll give my, I'll give my last of us two review next week because I, uh, and yeah, I don't, plan don't spoil it. I won't do. I guess I haven't even played the first one. So dude, I'm telling buy the, uh, I don't know if you bought the first one or if you can buy nope. the first one, but like, um, I think the first one's cheap now. There's remastered of it, of it, right? If you play it, don't play it with your daughter or 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 your wife. No, I'm I'm because usually video. You... Go ahead. I say usually video games are kind of played by myself. Uh, usually, uh, after everyone's gone to sleep, like with Red Dead, I, I and there were times I was like, okay, you've yeah. heard these words in in Marvel oh. movies, and then you go like, ooh, you haven't heard that word yet. No, no you no, need no, to go. No, no, you need to go. I'm I'm talking about like the first 15 minutes, dog. You're gonna want to hug, you're gonna want to hug your kids afterwards. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. Okay. Next on Spe- our list, bro. Speaking of uh, 15 minutes that might make you hug your your family is moving on to uh, a little Walking Dead. And uh, really, really, yeah. Oh yeah. Really. I get into it, dude. Okay. I. I have okay. Spoiler alert: If you've never watched The Walking Dead, if you? you've never read a single issue of The Walking Dead comic book, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! We are going to uh, ruin one of the most massive storylines, moments—not just in Walking Dead uh, history, but one of the most iconic moments in comic book and pop culture uh, history. And that is, uh, well, or at least it's going to come up in conversation here is we're talking about the walking dead. Negan lives a new uh, one shot basically coming from the man who pretty much runs image comics right now, Robert Kirkman, who, by the way, mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but good things about this guy. And again, I cannot recommend it enough. Go to YouTube, find the, image uh the store is uh done by oh my goodness i can't remember who it was done was it vh no it wasn't vh1 no, it was, VH1. It was uh, i think it was um like a nerd something for y'all's let me i'll try to find it right now yeah okay. there was a, a, a five-part documentary it's a real easy watch you you trust me you'll watch the first episode and you'll want to binge it and it talks about the history of image comics from the get go i may actually i haven't watched it in about a year i might go back and watch it again uh we watched it with some of our buddies when we were at uh um amazing con vegas last year which by the way sad day it was officially mm-hmm. finally i think canceled um even though vegas is technically back open mm-hmm. um also found out this past week that comic-con revolution was canceled finally they had rescheduled it for late august of this year but given the recent information from gavin or newsom um it's been pushed to may of 2021 they feel that that will be a more appropriate time to go back to normalcy and hopefully revolution will be mm-hmm. one of many Comic-Cons to, to kind of kick off the year. But. No, yeah, no, no, that thanks a lot, Orange County. Y'all couldn't wear masks? Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I, I wore my mask today. I was like, I had my, I'm having fun with it. Like I was telling, yeah. I was telling a, a, a friend of mine was just like, I'm about two seconds away to be rocking my Iron Man mask. I mean, <laughs> technically it's a face covering. Yeah. And also the, uh, the, that, um, the image comics, right? It's a documentary is by Sci-Fi Wire. Sci-Fi Wire. That's it. History of Image Comics, right? It's a five-parter. Yes. No, it's a seven-parter. Seven-parter. Oh, seven-parter. Okay, cool, cool. Seven-parter. Great, so, yeah. great, great watch. It's an easy watch. If you're even, 
I tell you one thing, if you are a Marvel and DC honk and say, forget everybody else, everyone else is still an independent. I'm, I'm hardcore for the, uh, the big boys. I'm telling you, watch the, the, the history of image comics. It's a really fun watch. And I guarantee you'll become a Robert Kirkman fan. Yeah. Um, I got to tell this side story real quick. Comic-Con, my first ever, never been to it, never been to a Comic-Con period in my life, let alone San Diego. My first Comic-Con ever, 2015 San Diego Comic-Con, I get press passes. I'm on the floor right in front of the image booth. And there is a dude dressed up as, um, is dressed up as, as Negan. Hmm. And he has Lucille. The bat, course, or rap, uh, I think it's wrapped. No, is it wrapped in barbed wire or no? It's, yeah, it's wrapped, in bar, it's wrapped in barbed wire. And at the very end is a blood soaked white baseball cap. Of course. And a buddy of mine, and this, mind you, this is before the TV show had addressed that storyline. I think the, the comic book had gone into like the fifth printing of it. I think it's Walking Dead number 50, or is it 100? I think it's 100 dude 100 Actually, it might be 100. let me double check 50 i think is the is the is the debut of negan yeah and the yeah. death the death of um no, that's the same the, the is debut it all in the negan. same oh it's negan yeah. beat. okay 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 um i don't know what number was but anyways like it went into multiple printings it's one of the top selling comic books of all time um it's one of the most controversial most talked about and probably one of the most uh poignant um uh pop culture scenes and what they did with the tv show they went frame for they shot at comic book style um for the amc show and um it uh, uh i'm not a huge twb fan but i give kirkman a lot of uh, credit i give amc a lot of credit for creating some amazing characters but uh jr sent me this while he looks up that information i'll get into the news and notes on this one uh, Walking Dead, Negan lives. Robert Kirkman is doing a one-issue story that focuses on Negan. Kirkman is doing this is, is a surprise, spoiler alert, to help out comic book shops around the globe. And if you aren't familiar with that campaign, Jim Lee did something similar over the last about three or four months when, when Diamond distributors cut off everybody. And basically, local comic book stores were shut down. He was selling, first off, he started selling stuff from his own personal collection, which I'm like, dude, you have the guy who runs DC comics auctioning off his own stuff. Dude, mm -hmm. that's badass. Um, then he got, of course, his buddies, um, Snyder and Williams to, and, and, uh, I know, um, Danny Miki, who is a guy that we were trying to, his name, I was trying to figure out a couple weeks ago, um, who has been, um, a longtime Jim Lee inker, all were donating stuff to the cause and all the proceeds from these auctions were going to help out, local comic book stores as they tried to reopen or even just stay open. Mm. Um, and that's what uh, JR points out. hundred percent of the sales will go to retailers. Hashtag back the comeback. Um, and let's see, but tying it all into the TWE show on AMC, Negan himself, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, one of the best actors out there right now. I loved him, man. He's freaking awesome, dude. When I saw the trailer, for I think was the final episode of season five when he makes his debut no season seven season seven I apologize so he makes his he makes his appearance first appearance in the in the show final episode of season seven or is it 
first uh, first episode of season of season seven, final episode of season six. Season six, and he comes out of the Winnebago, does the monologue verbatim from the comic book. But I remember the, F's. Go ahead. Yeah, but the trailer that they showed, the from the they're like oh, next time on The Walking Dead, they the last frame of the trailer is him walking out of the Winnebago, and I'm like, oh dude, this is ripped straight from the comic book and my brother who religiously read the books was like dude did you see that i'm like i'm not he knows i'm not a walking dead fan but he's like yeah i saw the trailer negan looks amazing this could be he's like dude this is if there if this is just the trailer of his yeah. first appearance ooh, glenn is yeah not it's not gonna be pretty and i've never seen the scene i've just seen the comic book frame and it's dude. not a pretty frame. No, it, dude, like, they go balls out. Like, well, it, uh, for spoilers again. Yeah, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoilers again. Out of, just segue to, th- to, to connect two things. Out of issue 100, which is the first appearance. And, uh, okay, and it death, was issue 100, okay. Yeah, uh, where, spoiler alert in season, in season seven, right? Issue, uh, episode one, I think, that's, I think that's the right one. Not only does, um, not only does um, he kill, not only does he kill Glenn, he also kills, um, I forgot his name, but it's the uh, it's the other character where he's like um he's big and buff and like red hair. I forgot Abram. He kills okay, Abram. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because Abram up to that point was still alive, right? Um, in the comics, if you don't want to know, spoiler alert, he's the one that got you know an arrow through his eye in the comics, right? But it was another character in the in the TV show, and so he was just kind of on borrowed time. They know that, and they did him pretty bad, right? They did they they killed off Abram pretty bad, right? But then the way they did off Glenn. Like you think, Brutal. like it was, it wasn't like you think, like after all of the zombie eating and killing they've they've shown that it couldn't be as worse as that, right? No, yeah. you, this man's head caved in, and they showed every bit and piece of it, every and, bit and piece of it. Now, mind you, too, for those of you who don't know about how they handled such an episode. Now, if you read the comics, the the, the book had been out for a couple of years before they addressed the death of Glenn and the debut of Negan on the TV show. So people knew it was coming and they actually killed Glenn earlier in the, uh, in the series by when he didn't even like get drowned by walkers. Yeah. yeah that was, that was, that was in season six as well. <laughs> so then of course it comes back only the and I remember fans were like, you can't do this to me. Like, I'm, not, I'm like, if you read a, if you read the comic book, you know it's coming. But because of them going down that road with Glenn originally, they um, they were actually hemming and hawing about not sticking with the original storyline mm-hmm. and killing Glenn in the uh, the series. So they filmed. I believe there's five or six people that are on their knees um, before Negan. Yeah. Okay. They filmed a scene for every character getting the Glenn treatment. Um, so there were, I think, um, I think someone said there was a scene where everybody got it, where, or they did, they filmed one like, okay, you got it, cut. Okay, you get it, cut. And they filmed a version for each one. And then they filmed one where nobody got it and that mm-hmm. everyone was going to live. And, the, even the guy who played Glenn was like, I know I'm dead. 
I, I know I'm dead. I'm like, I'm dead in the comic book. But they were like, we don't know what we're going to do. We don't know what we're going to do with the TV show. All these characters are amazing. And the, the, the Walking Dead TV fans are different than the Walking Dead comic book fans. And yeah. so they filmed them to be a little like, ooh, don't look over here. Um, and then, of course, yeah. they edited it during the summer or between the, the hiatus between episodes. And, of course, it ended up going with the storyline. They aired the Glenn version. It was brutal. Fans were emotional because you killed yeah. Glenn twice. Um, but, uh, yeah. It was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty bad. Like, it was- we can we can, I can go on and on and on about this show. Like I I've I've I used to watch it religiously and now I kind of stopped like yeah, yeah. mid season eight nine ish and then I know they got back on their groovy in in season yeah. ten and on and onward. It's just that like like coming from you know background of like you know of uh of story writing and you know storyboarding and all that stuff. It's just that I I see so many different like changes of course. Yeah. Like just from season one onward. Like it, you, they, it was just so different. And then all the beats that they hit right um, from about, I think season four onward, very much similar to like the comics, very similar. Right. And like, all right, cool. That's what's going to play out now. It's kind of, they're trying to be as close to the comics as possible after this season. And that's cool. And then it kind of just fell off after that for me. And then I know they got, I know I, I, we can have another podcast somewhere down the line, like just recapping back on all of those walking dead episodes like yeah just that was uh, that 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 episode man was tough now how do you said stuff the show hasn't ended yet no it hasn't they're trying to do i know they got i know they got back um lincoln i forgot his first name i can't think of the name yeah yeah but he they got back they got back um rick for a little bit right he's gonna do two movies as as rick i I heard that they're yeah they're gonna do the movie route yeah yeah it's just that like it's hard to keep everyone together there again. Like this, that, that thing's been gone for 10 years. Yeah. And yeah. 10 years, man. And you know, you got Danny, uh, I forget her last name. And I mean, you've read the final ep- You've read the final issue yeah. of yeah. walking dead. I mean, people are like, okay, how that, how are they going to end it? How are they going to end it? Are they going to do it that direction? Um, it's going to be tough. Like, it's gonna be, yeah. But like, not only that, but like, you know, um, the person plays Michonne, right? Danny, I forget her last name. Oh I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I can say her last name, but I don't want to butcher it, right? Ever since, you know, Black Panther. Great pivotal role. I would yeah, understand you want to stay there. Yeah. yeah. I would understand that she wanna stay in that lane. Like, hey, I just wanna just ride that. Cool, you know. You know, that's before you. Um the girl that played uh that played um oh fair name. Uh Glenn's wife. Oh, See, right? I'm not I'm not as religious as a fan as the next person. I know a, a few of the uh, the bullet points on The Walking Dead. Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. 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 Okay. Yeah, like she uh, she was uh, originally left the show right to do other things. Right, she wanted to do another show, and that show tanked horribly. <laughs> and then and then therefore she tried to come back to that show because that show because The Walking Dead. And it's funny in the season that everybody left, it got good again. <laughs> it <laughs> so happens. It happens. And so yeah, oh, just onwards to different and better. Yeah, things. well, we could get like I said once, um, especially when the con season comes around, people are starting to get back into, um, uh, kind of get back into the swing of things. Um, we'll, we'll definitely talk about uh, The Walking Dead. And um, your, before I forget, what's up? You and your Pokemon. You hear the uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to keep it uh, away from the <laughs> microphone. Damn, that microphone works well. I'm trying to find there was uh, kind of a segue into our DC talk here. 
Um, and, and I promise it's not going to be another butcher fest on, on, uh, on DC. I know we kind of lambasted them last week. Um, DC actually announced uh, earlier this week, maybe it was early, maybe it was um, before, but um, they are going to do a kind of a virtual kind of fan fest, like a, their own version of Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to come out in August. I think it is called, was it DC Fanatics? You know, I'm trying to find I've, I've been it. really disappointed with DC the last couple of weeks that I don't really check up their I'm not as, I'm not as religious as it should be. Yeah. And, you know oh. that that we we have a we have a, you know, comics based podcast. They they've been really disappointing me the last couple of weeks, man. Yeah, DC fandom uh say the day prep your cosplay on Saturday August 12th starting at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time Warner Brothers will welcome fans everywhere into the DC fandom a virtual a fan experience where there are no badges required. Um, and oh. this is going to be, they already have committals from some uh, big names. They have some big announcements that they're going to make. Um, let's see where he goes. Imagine all the superheroes and supervillains you've ever loved finally come together in one place to celebrate DC's past, present, and future. Accessible for 24 hours at dcfandom.com. The global event will immense... Um, fans into the DC multiverse with new announcements from Warner Brothers games, film and TV and comics, as well as the unprecedented opportunity to hear from the cast and creators uh, behind the favorite films uh, and TV series, including Aquaman, the Batman, Batwoman, Black Adam, Black Lightning, DC Superhero Girls, DC Legends of Tomorrow, DC Stargirl, Doom Patrol, The Flash, Harley Quinn, The Snyder Cut of Justice League, Lucifer, Pennyworth, yeah, Shazam, uh, The Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superman and Lois, Teen Titans Go, Titans, Watchmen, Young Justice, Outsiders, and coming this fall to, uh, to theaters worldwide, Wonder Woman 1984. And again, this is all going down 84. August 22nd, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, demanding where you uh, emanate from while you watch our podcast. But mm -hmm. some big things in there uh, before we segue into Dark Knight's Death Metal. Um, this is going to be the first opportunity to see the first off like we said Zach, the, the justice league crew come back for the snyder cut we're supposedly going to get some information about the aquaman trick uh, uh sequel the batman mm -hmm. feature robert pattinson who is going to be playing um batwoman in the corner brother the uh, cw show yeah the rock dwayne johnson making his first official Shazam. appearance as black adam um Stargirl, which has been kind of a uh, surprising a surprising hit for uh, for DC, Doom Patrol, which is now officially uh, exclusive on HBO Max. Yep. Um, wait for that. Cannot wait for that. The Suicide, the the James Gunn Suicide Squad, uh, not sequel, not reboot. We don't know what it is. Maybe he'll explain it to us. Um, and of course, the debut of Superman and Lois, the new TV show for the CW. And of course, everyone's favorite cartoon characters, the Teen Titans Go, um, which have been really fun. But yeah, we should be getting some more information too, as well as about Wonder Woman 84. We'll talk more about that. But JR, this is a series diving headfirst into DC land. This is a, uh, um, a book that you've been teasing for the last couple of weeks. It's your favorite character. He is the Dark Knight. Um, we're talking a little... Uh, <laughs> We're talking a little Dark Knight's death metal. 
Yep. So, spoiler for anyone who hasn't read the first issue. Again, I will say spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read the first issue. Um, I don't know how long I'm gonna talk about this. Honestly, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Kevin can possibly put in like you know when we stop talking about this in the little thing there. But yeah, so Dark Knight Metal is of course done by the awesome team of of Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah, they're back again after doing after doing um you know the current dark knight metal pretty much anything that's everything good at dc everything anything and everything right they try to tie everything together and it's gonna go into my rant even though kevin said before that we're not, we're not gonna try to hammer at dc much <laughs> i'm gonna hammer them again because i love them so freaking much but then dark knight's metal dude it's actually a wonder woman series uh, it's one it's woman's like uh, because it's it's shown from her point of view right again Spoiler alert for those who haven't who haven't read it, who haven't read up on anything about Dark Knight of uh, Death Metal. She is now the queen or king of hell, which is the mascara. Interesting. And, um, <clears throat> so what has happened is that you know Batman who laughs prevailed. Batman who laughs has prevailed, and he's brought over. He's brought back the Dark Multiverse, and it has destroyed mainline. I I repeat, mainline DC universe. So it's not it's not some one off universe. It's the main one. Right, I'm talking about you know all, real Aquaman. I'm talking about actual Superman. I'm talking about actual Batman. Right, it's their cities, right? Yeah. And he has just ruined it, and it is awesome to see. Is just just think of it like the the best comparison of of uh, of of Scott Snyder's writing and Greg Capullo's like like line work in this. It feels like it feels like some grandiose ACDC type like death metal concert. Yeah, some like full on concert, but like you know, you see everything shredded. Like, we got some crazy stuff going on. We got we got Batman. Guess what? Alert with the freaking uh, with the you know, with the Black Lantern ring, calling up the dead, of of uh, of like dead beats of like of of these pirates that came up from that that died in that spear like years ago, like centuries ago. We got you got freaking you got Man Thing who because there's no more force from around ever. He's like a weak form himself. You got like different forms of Batman's from every multi from every type of like dark universe. Like, uh, you seen? Remember the one? Remember that dinosaur in like that's always shown in like Batman's cave. Yeah. There's a bat. There's a dinosaur Batman. Interesting. There's a dinosaur Batman because in that multiverse, right? Like I get like Bruce died in that multiverse, and so he he transferred all his like his his mind into everything. It's like even inanimate objects, and so that. And so that freaking, uh, so that dinosaur became Batman, Bruce Wayne. And so it, they have, it's, it's, there was this one, there's this one panel, right? It's a kind of funny, like little one-off thing where, where you have Wonder Woman, we have Diana talking to, to Batman T-Rex. I was talking about like, well, can you throw a, a Batarang? No. Can you drive the, the Batmobile? No. What can you do then? Right. They have like this, it's, it's funny. It's funny to me. <clears throat> Overall, the, sto- the overarching story is really good. And I'll get into my rant later on about how, how Greg is really trying to do right by DC by pulling all of these stories together, all of DC, and try to have one continuity. And I know that the, I don't know if this is going to tie into their 5G, if they're even going to keep doing 5G or not. I know that's been kind of like a hot button issue. Awesome. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks, we won't get too much more into spoiler town because we want people to go check it out. Uh, hit up your local comic store. We have three here in the Coachella Valley. Check it out. We've got Interstellar Comics uh, in Palm Springs. We've got uh, Desert Oasis Comics, where right now the godfather of comic books here in the Valley is on vacation in his mm-hmm. undisclosed Batcave in like North Dakota or something like that. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, and of course, the uh, uh, she she apparently kind of liked her nickname, the goddess of comic <laughs> books. Uh, <laughs> she does. Uh, even though it, she said it kind of went over her head, but a lot of things do. Uh, Chick over at uh, Comic Asylum, and uh, check it out. Late, the latest issue. I know this past week was a primarily DC heavy week. Yep. It's expected to be a heavy Marvel week this coming week as DC Comics' run with Diamond Distributors is slowly but surely coming to a close. Um, so yeah, a lot of stuff that's going on. I don't know if we want to get too spoilery with Dark Knight, uh, with um, with uh, Death Metal. But... Some crazy stuff happens in it, guys. It's a forty. It's about almost a forty-page issue, right? You know, give or take a couple of, like ads in it. But dude. It, you'll get you you know what you're coming into when you get when you when you're reading S- scott snyder and greg capullo yeah. you know what you're getting into and it, it i it is it is everything that i waited for after especially after af- especially after doomsday clock like i needed some type of continuity left in my life yeah. and, uh, dude i still have i've got to sit down and read doomsday clock um oh we'll get into my rant after this i can uh, i'm go on. yeah We'll kind of skim through a lot of the next thing, um, though DC took, uh, which is kind of odd because usually you leave it to Marvel to be the social justice warriors, but uh, DC um, t- literally took a knee. Um, really cool artwork on all of DC Comics' uh, social media platforms. Check it out on uh, yesterday during on Juneteenth. And those of you who don't know what Juneteenth is, is you have to imagine, Take yourself back to 1886. So you're talking about almost, that's over 100 years ago, obviously. And we don't have Facebook. We don't have Twitter, obviously. We don't have FaceTime and cell phones. And 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 shoot, they didn't even have forms of broadcast news. Radio wasn't to be invented for probably another 50 years. So getting information across a growing country was very difficult. So when the Civil War came to a close and um, President Lincoln wrote the Emancipation Proclamation, and I think it was the 13th Amendment was passed, yep. um, basically uh, ending slavery. slavery, it took literally another two years for uh, information to get across the United States um, to let all slaves know that they were free. They were no longer, um, they were no longer indentured to their owner. Um, and Juneteenth, it was June 19th, 1887, or I, I can't remember the exact year, but it was on June 19th that the final group of slaves were finally uh, released from captivity. I hate to say it. Um, and that was in Texas, I believe it was. I think uh, so, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in Texas. And uh, that is what people were celebrating yesterday. And in light of everything or in conjunction with everything that's been going on, yeah. DC took all of their um, characters, uh, most specifically those of uh, different ethnicities, mm-hmm. and uh, they took a knee. A lot with the the uh, um, Black Panther power fist um, up in the air, and Jim Lee, I believe, did one of the pieces of artwork on the uh, on their social media platform, and uh, really cool artwork, and really kind of brought attention to everything that's going on to the in the nerd culture. So go check it out, 
and uh, I think and again, a, lot, a lot of positivity came out yeah. of just that simple portrait. Yeah. And just again, guys, just for clarification, again, June 19th, 1865. 1865. Okay. My, 1865. my, my years were a little off. I apologize. Um, and I consider myself a history buff, but. Same here, man. The, these, it's crazy how much we're repeating. We're, we're just repeating history, man. Just forgetting yeah. that we are. And yeah. One of, and I also saw this, one of my, one of my favorite moments going back to visit um the east coast was getting to go to gettysburg um and uh seeing the battlefields there and just like having to ask yourself why why were we fighting ourselves over something as so um and, and go with me on this is so minuscule as is indian slavery it was it makes no sense I, it's like just let people be people it's like let's let them live like let let them live their free lives i i and i was always raised to be people were people i didn't judge mm -hmm. people by the color of their skin and um yeah maybe i got a little up in arms to bring it into comic book perspective i'd get a little up in arms about there being um like i'll throw myself under the bus michael b jordan as johnny storm wasn't a fan but part it's because i was traditionalist it has nothing to do with black or white it was just like I don't, I didn't think he fit the part, not because he was black, because I think he's a tremendous actor, killed it in Creed, um, and absolutely nailed Killmonger. I just didn't think he fit the part of being the kind of the lovable jackass that was uh, Johnny Storm. I just didn't work for me. It had nothing to do with the color of his skin. Um, because I think there is an, an, an there is an incarnation of the Fantastic Four where Johnny Storm is black. Yeah. So I, I didn't give a crap. And shoot, back then uh, Stan Lee was still alive. He didn't give a crap. He's like, yeah. if he as long as the as long as the, the actor brings brings uh, a good performance to the character, and unfortunately, no one yeah. brought good performances to any of those characters. Yeah. But hey, we got Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. He nailed it. Arguably one of the best villains um, that the uh, the DC unit, I'm sorry, the, yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe has seen. So, um, yeah. just hey. to give, yeah, oh, just give say. my, yeah, just give, just give my view on it. Is it cool? Go ahead, no, go, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I, well, just give my view on it, like <clears throat> with with the backdrop of what's going on in today's yeah, yeah. age. It just, I think that's the reason why we have this conversation. Where, like, granted, like it's not just it's not to call you out on anything at all. I think it's because you don't give a crap that people have to give the crap. And so I think that's the conversation that needs to be said for like, or like, you know, average comic book goers, uh, average people like you and me who go out and see a movie and want continuity and want, you know, you have to be exactly this way. And don't get me wrong. I play the same role, right? You can, I can rant all freaking day about who they casted as, as Batgirl or who, who they casted as Cassandra Kane in the recent DC praise, you know, B DC birds of prey. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I could have a big rant about that. But when it comes to specifically the, the black experience in America, I think we have to give the crap because there's not enough of them, period. And, and granted, I'm not, trying to shove, I'm not trying to shove words down your mouth at all. Yeah, yeah. At all. It's just that, like, I think in today's day and age and what we're seeing now specifically with the movement, with the Black Lives Matter, black Lives Matter movement and just everything going forward is that these stories do deserve to be told. And... And it's good to have a different perspective on, you know, who can be cast. Because, like, 
Randy, yeah, I, I think honestly for me that if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Michael B. Jordan playing, playing, you know, Johnny Storm, we would never got Killmonger. Oh, I, I agree. And I because it. had it, and, and, and Creed, give him a lot of credit and Creed had it not been for those two roles because yeah, let's face it. I mean, it had nothing to do with the actor and his abilities. Um, but I almost would have to say if it wasn't for the movie sucking so bad that you probably wouldn't have gotten the attention. Like it was almost like it needed to happen. It needed. Yeah. Um, and right real quick. I, I, um, let me find that, uh, bring it up real quick. I found that picture. Um, I'm going to post it here real quick. If you haven't seen it already, this is the picture, um, that yep. I mentioned. Um, and it is showing not only main series, uh, African-American characters in DC continuity. It is also showing different um, iterations, iterations, different uh, uh, multiverse versions of it. A lot of people were upset that they didn't have the black Superman. Um, mm -hmm. No, we're not talking about Idris Elba, um, which by the way, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, highly underrated movie. Mm -hmm. It's it's so terrible. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> and let's, let's be, let's, let's, let's be fair. If there was a black Superman, it would be Idris Elba. Yeah. Um, the dude can do no can do no wrong. Uh, but yeah, that's the yeah, picture I that uh, I believe. I take that back. It was not Jim Lee. I take that back. Uh, this is the uh, the signature right there, Jr. Um, I don't. I can't recall. I can't remember who it is. So yeah. I apologize. I thought someone had tagged Jim Lee as the artist, but I I could I could have. I apologize. I was wrong. It's possibly that Jim probably also did one himself too that he probably put on his his own social media. I can't can't really find it at the moment either. Yeah, but I did. I did remember hearing him doing one. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. When I was doing it, when I was um looking this uh this article up, I do remember seeing and not seeing, but I do remember hearing about Jim doing one. So yeah. it's a possibility. Um. He's out there. So moving right along, um, we'll kind of go through things because we wanted to keep this kind of uh, on uh, on time, and we're approaching our uh, our threshold of people's attention yeah. span. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> um, Did get to see the first teaser of the Snyder Cut. It was showing uh, Diana, aka Wonder Woman, stumbling upon um, what looks to be um a cave painting or some kind of portrait of what inevitably will be dark seed um and you hear a very creepy um lex luther uh who's of course voiced by and i cannot for the life of me remember his name uh um the guy who did a, a social network um yeah yeah i can think of his name Anyways, I honestly, I think he maybe got too much screen time in uh, Batman versus Superman. But I, at the end of the day, I really actually think he does play a very good Lex Luthor. Huh. Um, Eisenberg, is it? No, I, oh my gosh. JR, you got to do some the research on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah about Jesse Eisenberg, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. HBO Max is where it will land in spring of 2021. I'm really surprised that they didn't get it out for launch. I thought that would absolutely destroy record books when it comes to HBO Max. And uh, yeah, really, really surprised. But there's plenty of content, by the way, on HBO Max. Really enjoying um, 
time spent on that platform, but uh, not a lot of meat on the bone so far when it comes to that, that, uh, um, PC goodness, that, that, that Snyder cut. I think we're going to see a lot of teasers um, over the next uh, year. So Uh, let's see upcoming Marvel books for September. Um, We have uh, amazing Spider-Man 850 coming up uh, cover done by Ryan Otley and maybe a Mark Bagley variant. Yep. Uh, we have the rise of Ultraman and Black Widow, and as typical, movies coming out. Let's do a reboot with the book. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Like, uh, just so that you guys know, these uh, this this is actually after after Diamond Diamond is posted out what's coming out for September. So the new the new cutoff date. So if you if you guys are looking in for collectors specifically, if you guys are if you guys are trying to see what books are gonna be hot, man, that list just came out a couple of days ago or so. <clears throat> and so these some see, some of these are the books that I'm looking at. No, these are going to be these are going to be hot ones. Um, looking at the list, kind of peruse through it. Uh, ASM eight fifty, obviously, kind of a a milestone book, kind of yeah. sort of. I think um, he would dig the cover, dude. Like the main cover for it. I'll have I to think take a look at it. Yeah, it. yeah. It's it's basically Mary Jane in the front, and like it like looks like it gives me like an old school nineteen fifties vibe type of nice. thing. Nice. So uh, obviously, we have a Black Widow and Captain Mar uh, Captain Marvel books coming um, coming out. We have a J Scott Campbell. Uh, variant that we will see on that um, Black Widow number one, the Immortal She-Hulk uh, number one. I gotta imagine with the Immortal She-Hulk number one, more information is coming is going to be coming forward with the She-Hulk TV series. Yeah. I think honestly, it's just a it's most likely. Um, I put that on there because one. It's, oh, it's a one shot. It's a one shot, but like you know, one like uh, I'm thinking like you know me like Marvel. Why are you doing this again? Why are you constantly putting out stuff like? Like their small little stuff with bigger hits, right? But then they got the guy who wrote it, right? Yeah, it's the guy who wrote Mortal Hulk, right? He's doing uh, Immortal Immortal Shield. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, Am I interested? Yeah. yet? Yeah, Ali Wing. And so, yeah, Shang Chi number one coming out. That movie's gonna come out eventually. So they're trying to build that up. Possibly the next. I think they're gonna start filming soon. It was supposed to come out what next year? I think it was supposed to be next year. Everything I got about back. Um, so yeah, Shang Chi probably just get an opportunity to introduce people to the character uh, a long-standing um i i, I want to say a, a i don't want to say a major character but i don't say a minor character um shang chi is a, a significant character kind of yeah. in the middle of the road uh for marvel and yeah. i think this is going to i think shang chi is going to be one of those characters that is going to be um not just because of the race thing but I think from a, almost like a cool factor based on what they said at Comic-Con last year that um, it's going to be a um, kind of a, a groundbreaking character in, in, yeah. in a movie. So it's going to be kind of a cool factor he's, like Black yeah. Panther was. He's supposed to be the, um, Shang-Chi is supposed to be the strongest or the best spider in the Marvel Universe. And so that's been historically known. And so, yeah, we'll see how he does, man. Like, I'm hoping they do it all right. Like, I ranted about this movie before. I like, I understand the reasoning Marvel has for this. Like, I can go on, but that's the rant for another. That's a rant for another rant day. For another day. Uh, yeah. I will say that this is um, another promise fulfilled through the um, uh, the Marvel. Uh, one shots that they used to do which was the now of course one shots being uh, in comic book terms are these one-off books that they would do and um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe they did one shots which were little uh, movie shorts and um, 
the um, I think it was uh, gosh, all hail the king, which was a one shot that got released not after Iron Man three, but it was one of the I think it was on um, oh gosh darn it uh, Thor the Dark World I think it was one uh, released on that particular DVD and um, basically says that um, the Mandarin that was in Iron Man 3, which we all thought was going to be um, Ben Kingsley, mm. but ended up being um, uh, like a fake, like an actor. It was like a, a kind of a fake that the real Mandarin was, um, what was his name? Um, Killian. No, um, yeah, the guy, the guy that had to aim. Yeah. Um, that he ended up being the Mandarin. Well, in All Hail the King, the short, it said that, oh, that um, Killian was a fake who took on the mantle thinking he was the Mandarin, but the, the real Mandarin is out there. Yeah. And it was left at that. And people are like, uh, okay, are we going to finally get the Mandarin? And we are, we're going to get the Mandarin. I don't even think they've announced who the actor is playing the Mandarin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I have some ideas, man, which would be, which would be really cool. But then the idea I have, the guy is pretty old now. So well, I think we we had, we're gonna have to do an MCU standalone uh, episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Shang Chi is gonna be a really cool character. I'm actually looking forward to Shang Chi, The Legend of Shang Chi, and the Ten Rings. That's I think coming out twenty late 2021 or maybe 2022. Uh, Jonathan Hickman has a new X Men um, crossover or no, new X Men series coming out in the fall, and uh, we'll obviously cross that path as we get there. But I don't really have a lot to rant about. Um, this week, but I know you've kind of built up a few. You, you got any rants? I can go for you. I'll try to keep this within a reasonable time. And is it cool? Go, go ahead. The how, how I'm, I'm cutting myself out of the rant on this one. Cool, cool. How about I'll give you? I'll give me a rant. And I'll give you pull list. Cool. You get the rant. I got the pull list. Yeah. Okay, got it. Cool. All right. So I'll try to keep this short. I'll try to hopefully keep this in the manageable time. My rants, of course, that I I kind of I kind of said earlier is one DC continuity. DC continuity. Continuity and in general. <laughs> no, no, yeah. bro. I mean, like, I there's Marvel continuity and there's DC continuity. Marvel continuity, you know they're going to just mess up anyway because they're going to try to do their own thing. DC, they intentionally, intentionally it's, do exactly, it. Exactly, it's sad. And like, okay, so here's the thing. Doomsday Clock was supposed to be the series from Jeff, from the Austin Jeff Johns to tie everything together. Yeah ties everything together and okay spoiler alert again for those who haven't read dark that haven't read death metal right uh skip to maybe hopefully a minute like 15 no about 30 seconds ahead right from now so in so in dark knight's metal dark knight metal we have an imbued wally west with dr manhattan powers that that character was supposed to come out in um in the end of doomsday clock where it was a superman imbued with dark manhattan powers yeah Right, so cut it up. Uh, so hopefully, okay. At this point, we should be fine now with, with spoilers. I'm hope. I'm, I'm spoiler I'm, warning over. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. And so, we have these characters now that are brought to light where they conflict with they conflict with the continuity. Right. Yeah. The reason being the re- the reason being is because the things that the things that uh that other writers have done specifically. Your boy, 
<laughs> Your boy, he's doing action comics right now. Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis. His, I think his run's coming up to an end here pretty soon. Uh, hey, I don't think he's ever going to run. I, I don't think – I think they paid him way too much for him to stop doing a run. Tonight. No, I think he's at least done with the Superman <laughs> title. So action okay. he might still be on. No, so that's me like – so – so, like, there's in specifically in the um, death in death metal, right? They talk about AC and DC, AC DC, right? <laughs> death metal, right? But then they call it, you know, they uh, but then um, they call it something else. Where, like, you have you have two conflicting sides, right? And AC in this context, right, is action comics, and DC is detective comics, and how they just totally fly in the face. Um, again, Paul. Well, not really apologies. For that, it's just my own little take of 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 uh, Scott Snyder's writing. Yeah, yeah. Is that their own my own theory? I, I'm theorizing about it. Like their own takes of like how those two series specifically are just doing their own thing, and they're leaving everything else in the continuity. That's trying to progress this line from Wonder Woman, from Flash, from from even Red Hood, from from Nightwing, from current Batman, Tom King run, right? How they're trying to follow a certain continuity timeline for everything to progress nicely what do we have after after freaking doomsday clock ben is doing something else with his son going out to outer space and him coming back as a 15 year old now he was a 10 year old now he's 15 <laughs> what while we while in the same year you have you know the return of the Superboys, and they're both the same age and like it just flies in the end of continuity and then you have you know what goes on with doomsday clock and the end of doomsday clock and how jeff sean's trying to really tightly put all the stuff in a nice neat bow to please everybody to please the fans because the guys at the top are trying to you know just really trying to stroke freaking Bennis's ego trying yep. to stroke dc comic whoever whoever's writing dc comics right now uh whoever, whoever's writing dicks comics and try to have all that stuff really just kind of screw with continuity because one you're supposed to do 5g two dark knight metal is supposed to, death metal is supposed to be something else entirely it was supposed to tie in all of them all of you know, Batman, Dark Knight. I was supposed to tie in everything else that happened pri- from the prior metal series into something else, but no, they have to. He, but no, Jeff Johns trying to fix everything else that's gone on the last year because no one wants to tell, or no, not no one. I, I can't say that because pe- because people have been trying to tell the editors of DC, hey, you're screwing with the time, you're screwing with the continuity because you're bring, bring, because you're bringing Perpetua because you're bringing in this whole whatever the hell happened with you're the villain. Because you're giving Bennis everything. And like it just really it's just to me is really ruining the mojo what they built up, you know, prior Bendis. Yeah. That's like Jeff Johns put everything on a platter for you to hopefully, hey, to digest. And he took so much longer than he needed to do to fix to to fix the continuity, but then you give him so you try to basically screw him over. Tom King was supposed to go on for a lot more run on his Batman run, but they cut him off because they want something else new. But then, but then they brought him on back because he wanted Eisner. <laughs> like, you're really trying to just basically shift the whole thing in a different direction and just really just, to me, destroying the good, the good um, mojo that they've built up since Rebirth. Uh, and I can go on more, but then let's try to keep it under a minimum. So that's my rant. Uh, I, I dig it. And by the way, speaking of Eisner Awards, uh, which is kind of the uh, kind of like a cross between like an Academy Award and a uh, kind of a Hall of Fame induction, 
is an award that's handed out to a specific group of comic book creators um, and people connected to the industry. It's usually given out at San Diego Comic-Con uh, in a Hall H presentation, Hall H presentation. Uh, obviously this year with everything going on, um, I think they're going to do it virtually this year, but uh, really super nice guy. Uh, we talked about him a lot on last week's show. Um, as David Mack has been nominated for an Eisner Award, and I really, truly believe yeah. uh, he is deserving of such yeah. a recognition. Yeah. So, um, so I just want you, when you said Tom King, I'm like, oh, shoot, I wanted to make sure we brought that up. Uh, and I'll try to get the link up on uh, my Facebook page, or maybe I'll put the link in um, our show notes uh, on YouTube as an opportunity to vote for um, David Mack as a, uh, as a, um, uh, Eisner Award winner, and if there's a man who deserves it, there's a man who deserves to have uh, representation in Hall H. Uh, it would be him, and uh, again, we're all deserved. But uh, yeah, hashtag and rant for uh, for Mr. <laughs> uh, uh, Dark King over there. Yep. Let me uh, bust down the uh, virtual background here. Show me what you got, man. And show me, let's show me go your a little hashtag mail call uh, first. And yes, here's the undisclosed. Uh, shield location with my little microphone here. I know I've got a crowded workspace. I guess I can get rid of my show notes now. Uh, I can make room for all my uh, stuff over here on my uh, my studio desk, which is basically uh, thanks to uh, DeWalt for this awesome <laughs> desk that they uh, they made. Better than my right. desk, man. Oh man, where did it go? Shoot. Where did my mail call? Oh, there it is again. Mail call. Let's go first off. Um, this was a book that was missing from my uh, collection. One of the first, um, one of the first, uh, shoot, where'd it go? Uh, DC Black Label books was Batman Damned. Uh, Batman Damned number one became an instant. Uh, I think my microphone's a little bit wonky on that one. Uh, became okay, a, became an instant uh, controversial issue <laughs> uh, because of the battling. And um, check it out; it's little, it's worth little, it. Little little Bruce. Little Bruce. Um, talk about other the yeah, the other Damien. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but on, finally. Bro. Finally completing my run of Batman Damned because uh, Batman Damned, uh, they had uh, a cover A and a cover B. I finally got my hands on the final variant. It is the hard sought after Jim Lee variant. Uh, check this out. This is Batman Damned number one, the Jim yep. Lee variant. I wish I had this just a couple of years ago to get it signed by the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Jim Lee. But uh, I'm sure a day will come that I will get a chance for him to sign that again. Uh, by the way, uh, at Rob dot is dot Rob. Good. Oh yeah, Rob's Rob. Rob is good, or is it? I think so. Yeah, I have them. Rob on is it Rob, too. or Rob is good. One second, let me just, let me uh, before we butcher his name. Uh, but uh, so Rob on uh, on Instagram, hooking it up, gave me a great deal on this this little mail call. Speaking of which, and I'm I might do this as a giveaway. I have this is my third copy. This is the. Uh, number two, Batman Damned uh, variant featuring, uh, I believe, a even more creepy Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, yeah. number two, um, Rob is Rob. Two. Yes, yeah, right. Rob, Rob is Rob. Rob. Um, Rob, 
thank you. Appreciate it. My third copy of this book. You can never go wrong with multi-copies. Um, now I for sure have a backup copy to get signed. Mm -hmm. um, but he gave that as a, as a little uh, thank you to uh, yours truly. Um, this was one of my favorite characters in the Marvel Universe, uh, going back to the Marvel Animated Series days. This is Uncanny X-Men number 244. This is coming from, I believe, I don't have my glasses on. This is coming from 1989, so this is just on the outskirts of Bronze Era. Um, this is uh, first appearance, though she, she is not on the cover. Uh, this is first appearance of Jubilee. Yeah. So you know, I... I swear I saw that cover sometimes. I thought I swear I got that one too. But yeah. But uh, Rob, appreciate it, man. Hooking it up. That's right. And then it's not every day that you get a CGC. And this CGC, is man. this is from uh, April of 1978. It is a uh, a uh, FN negative, which is a 5.5 CGC. Mm -hmm. um this was uh again this is uncanny x-men number 110 key issue phoenix joins the x-men uh kind of a cool cover again uh, slabbed already got uh, classic blue and yellow uh cyclops uh, uh, old school label too old school label got colossus that's right all new all different um x-men but this is from the quote uncanny run uh, you do have Storm in there, um, and uh, I think that's about it. But uh, really cool book. Again, thanks, Rob, uh, hooking it up. Uh, I want to give him again a shout out. Rob is good. Rob is Rob on Instagram. You can find him. Coming to you from the Bay Area. I believe he's a Raiders yeah, fan the, too. One of the good sellers. Oh yeah, good dude. His book. His books are usually clean. That's a clean looking five point five too. Um, and then. The uh, Jubilee, which I'm debating on whether or not to get that one slabbed. Not sure yet, but uh, we'll see. Uh, books that came out this week was a light week for um, for my pool list. So I chose to go with some back issues as well. But the latest book that came out, one of the most uh, um, ambitious crossover events in comic books in recent history, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from Boom Studios, teaming up with IDW's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It is the crossover between the Turtles and the Power Rangers. Issue number five of five. This is cover A. Check it out. Um, really, really um, neat book. And I believe you can kind of see this um, in the background right here, JR. This is first appearance of the Turtle Zord. So a little Turtles crossover are. of the Megazord and the Ninja Turtles. Uh, also picked up some uh, variants. Got to pick up some variants from issue number two and I believe issue number three. These are wraparound covers. Um, don't have the artist name, but they were pretty cool. Um, don't have the backside on this one. Okay. But I do have this one. This one is issue number two. And again, I apologize. I don't have the artist name in front of me, but I thought it was a unique take. Uh, again, a wraparound cover. Mm. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's not a wraparound cover. I'll take it back. Um, but uh, yeah, check it out. Cool book. Issue number two. I believe I'm just missing. I, mean, I don't have all the cover A's. I think I just have cover A for number one and number five. Um, working on the other, the other three. But I wanted to get the story in because I've heard nothing but good things about the storyline. A lot of fun. 
with everything that's going on. Um, just a, a different, a different story. I will say this uh, before I wrap things up for episode, or episode number four is they've done some really cool turtle crossover books over the last uh, few years, uh, including uh, Ninja Turtles and Batman um, at one point. But um, the one that I'm waiting for them to do is uh, I spoke with one of the original writers on Ninja Turtles, not Eastman, um, not, not the original co-founder of Turtles, but this was like a, a writer of the Ninja Turtles back in like the early 2000s. Uh, he was telling me that with the permission of the, of Kevin Eastman and the end, um, I can't think of the other guy who co-created the Ninja Turtles, they are going to finally, um, they wanted to do a storyline, pitch it to Marvel. It was a crossover with the Ninja Turtles and Daredevil and, a, and finally bring it to canon that the turtles are inspired by daredevil um and kevin eastman has brought this up multiple times and it's funny that it never dawned on me is who is the guy who taught daredevil taught mad murdoch all of his ninjutsu a lot of his is is, is martial arts stick mm-hmm. okay <laughs> who taught the ninja turtles their ninja skills is uh splinter, uh, splinter. Yeah. Who does Daredevil fight as their main villain? Uh, the hand. Who do the right. turtles fight? The foot clan. Foot. Yeah. yeah. So Kevin Eastman has said, he's come out and said that he is, um, that the Ninja Turtles are inspired by Matt Murdock and Daredevil to the point that they want to canonize the ooze or the the mutagen that gave the ninja turtles their mutation was the same chemical <clears throat> that gave matt murdoch his in height in enhanced um uh, um senses oh wow so that when um the accident happened that the chemicals went down into the sewer and um mutated the ninja turtles so the same thing that mutated matt murdoch had this unusual effect on the Ninja Turtles and gave them their powers. That was a story that they've been working on. I guess they've been pitching for years. It's crazy. Marvel won't do it. And I'm like, tell me you wouldn't read that book. Turtles Daredevil? <sighs> I understand why they won't do it because yeah, it's not theirs. IDW and all that. But like the second, if they bought it up, dude, oh, they would do that in an instant. They oh, would do it in an instant. Heck yeah, it's a great, it's a great idea. So, by the way, from what little I've read and the synopsis, uh, if you're a Turtles fan, definitely get Turtles and Power Rangers. Um, always good to read. I always heard, good I heard read. Good things. I heard, I heard nothing but good things. And Boom Studios and IDW really can do no wrong right now. They're killing it. Um, by the way, um, Faithless, another great read from Boom Studios. We talked about that. I think I last week, the week again, before. So. That is the end of my hashtag mail call, think, oh, hashtag pull list. Um, again, thanks to Chick over at oh, Comic Asylum. Can I do one thing? Go right ahead. Which oh, yeah. Um, so, oh, actually, can you do share screen, please, for me? All right. I got I to add you here. Multiple yeah. participants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, this is for um, a – on the lookout, for if you're a creator specifically, right? This one just came up for me. And I just noticed this as well. And so, let me see. Share screen. Let's do my second desktop. Yep, yep. Okay. okay. So you got me? Gotcha. 
Okay, show them the. So, can you see my second screen? I can't even actually see it. Right here, right? My, the main screen was Spider Man. You see it? Okay, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, we can see it. Okay, so basically, right? So, I had this on my. On, this is my own collection right here, Spider Man, right? Volume. This is volume number two for the Miles Morales series, issue 12, and the C variant, right? This is the one for 25 variant, right? So, this one I bought maybe a couple years ago. I think at, I think at Adrian's spot for maybe about like 15 bucks, right? 15, 20 bucks or so, right? Now, literally just now, it's going for like Ooh, crazy numbers. And these are raws, dude. This guy, that's, I don't know about if he's ever going to get that much. He's not. But like some of these numbers are insane, dude. And this is for one for 25 variant, I think. Right? 300. Damn. And this, yeah, these are just still going on right now. This one, I think, is on a bid for like three days left. It's going to go higher. And so, yeah, man, if you guys don't look out, if you have this in your, in your, in your book, because I know that um, this is this is when they kissed, and so people are trying to get this back, right? People people are trying to find this book again to try to see, you know, that that kissing variant. I know they have it in, in Chuck and Javel's place. In, yeah, I think I've got it. Let me see if I can find it in mine. Yeah. Um, it, it's the um, it's the or the their the major variant. I think it's like one for fifty or something like that, right? Where they, they have like a couple hundred bucks or so, and that's actually really well priced. And so this one just recently, man, just been hitting waves, man. And I'm like, what the heck? Man, where did it go here? I had. There you go. And like you said, anything having to do with um, with Miles Morales right now is is hot, but is a hot button um, it uh, issue. Yeah, it sold for at least you know it sold for under two hundred, like three hundred bucks right here. This one sold for under two fifty. This was a day later, I think. No, the same day. And then it just keeps on going. Like, like it's crazy too. Because like, literally a couple of days ago, sixty bucks. Yeah. Right? So it's issue twelve, correct? Issue twelve C. Okay, and I have for those who are uh, what what uh, Jared was talking about here. Crazy. Bust this out here right quick. This is the issue that the main issue that Jared was talking about. That is the the cover. Yep. Um, you have um, Spider Gwen, who is in one universe. And then you have uh, Miles Morales uh, in another universe. And um, this was a, uh, it was funny. It was I bought this thinking it was, it was Gwenpool kissing Miles Morales <laughs> because at the time in the Gwenpool series, um, she was, she actually, well, spoiler alert. If you haven't read, read unbelievable Gwenpool, Gwenpool is actually from our timeline and she reads comic books and she reads DC. She reads Marvel. She reads IDW. She reads Boom Studios. She reads comic books. Uh -huh. And she knows everyone's, that's her secret ability. Everyone's like, what's your secret power? She knows that it's all fake. She knows that it's just comic books. So she knows that Miles Morales is Spider-Man and Spider-Man is Miles Morales. She knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And so she has a little crush on Miles Morales. And Miles Morales is like, oh, she's like a crazy fan. Just get away from me. Um, so I thought when I saw this cover, I had to grab it because I was grabbing all Sp uh, Gwenpool books. And then I realized, no, it's spider Gwen. Cause I saw the little, mm -hmm. uh, checkered uh, logo there and, uh, or she's known as ghost spider, by the way. But, yeah. Um, Her other yeah, so I think in the comic book, she was known as spider girl or spider woman. Yeah. Um, I, no, it's still, uh, it's yeah, so I forgot, forgot the name of it, but yeah, it's, but, um, hmm? But that was the cover A of what Jared was talking about. Jared, well, what Jared was showing was the C cover, which is the one in 25. And yeah, sometimes they kind of hit. And I think right now with 
who knows what they're going to do with um, the second um, Into the Spider-Verse movie. Uh, but there is talk of also doing a spinoff and giving Spider-Gwen, a.k.a. Ghost Spider, her own uh, movie. And uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I think that pretty much wraps. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, again, hit us up comments below. What you think? What you like? What you dislike about the show? Um, dude, give us that uh, that uh, thumbs up. Subscribe, please. Hit subscribe. Uh -huh. Hit the little ding dong bell there, and we'll notify you because um, there's other stuff that I'm going to throw up on the uh, on the YouTube channel. Also, find me on social media at Voice of Reason 23, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook. Facebook is we're going to primarily post a lot of this, the videos and whatnot. And uh, uh, we also will share them on uh, facebook.com slash KRP Broadcasting, mm -hmm. which is my production company that produces all this. Um, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a department of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks guys for all the support, thanks, all the feedback. I know we probably went a little bit long, but I think we got uh, some cool content. I know that the uh, Zoom call right now is heading in towards the two hour mark but i think we uh we jumped in about 20 30 minutes late yeah. on the recording 30, so. 40, yeah you can also find me at also not jared comics 42 on instagram guys we are still working on our other socials thank you very much for being patient thank you very much for swearing us again guys thank you so much for just listening to two nerds geek out about comics and stuff and hit us up too in the comments below what are some of the topics that you guys want us to hit on um, I think we're going to do this, this format, uh, show maybe a couple more weeks and we will hit you up on some single subject. Um, like we did about two, three weeks ago with the collectors ish, uh, episode, we might do some, uh, some single subject episodes. Like I said, going to talk about the Marvel cinematic universe and our thoughts on it probably as we get closer to, um, black widow. And of course we'll talk about the DC universe. Um, uh, probably going to do that somewhere. Maybe we'll do that closer to wonder woman maybe we'll do it after uh the dc fandom uh convention which takes place in august and uh yeah so yeah um again he's jr kambakungan uh the dark king i am the voice of reason kevin pillow saying so long thank you for enjoying uh, uh our show it is official ps <laughs> comics i, I love, love you. you we'll see you guys next week hey guys